Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) It rolls on. So Elon may have hit a little bit of a snag in his attempt to change the name of Twitter to X because Mark Zuckerberg may own the rights to that letter. Of course he does. Of course, because why wouldn't you, you know, think like, well, what letters can I own the rights to? Yes. How can you own the rights to a letter? I don't That's know. That's just where it gets kind of weird. It doesn't feel like you should be able to. I mean, there was a fight over who owned the word Taco Tuesday. Right. How do you own a letter? I don't know. And every time I we use the letter, know. are we supposed to be paying you? But for what purpose was the letter registered? That could make the difference. Right. So Zuckerberg's meta is reportedly registered an X logo in connection with, quote, online social networking services and social networking services in the fields of entertainment, gaming, and application development. That's where it could get tricky. Yeah. How it's applied. Right. So things are moving forward, though, over at X headquarters in San Francisco. Yesterday, workers started removing the word Twitter from the side of the building, but they were stopped temporarily by police because there was confusion over whether or not they had proper authorization they did, so it went ahead, but... I logged into the uh, Q102 Twitter this morning, yeah. and there's the X. There's the bird, the X. Look at and that. Twitter is gone. But it's kind of just a boring X. I know. It's not much to the X. It looks X. like almost uh, Armani Exchange X. Yeah. I mean, did I say that Agreed. right? Agreed. Yes. I don't know if... Like a Roman numeral? Yes. No, no, like that fashion line. I know what Armani Exchange is, but I didn't know what their X looked like. I thought it was like a Roman numeral. Yeah. Now, Zuckerberg had used X before with other yeah. things, right? Didn't he? Or not Zuckerberg. Elon Musk. Isn't no there... Idea. No? Okay. Well, there's a Model X car. Okay. Is it the same X Tesla. on the car that's on the... I don't think so. The different looking X? I haven't looked that closely. I'm sorry. I see X and I think X-rated and I think like porn. I think Xavier University. I think X-Drive. It's a BMW (laughs) all-wheel drive system that they have on the backs of a lot of BMWs now, Mm -hmm. including mine. Hmm. Uh, Tom Brady has found himself a new supermodel. He was seen picking up Irina Shayk at an L.A. hotel and bringing her to his house for a Friday night sleepover. Huh. This is Bradley Cooper's baby mama, right? It was. Yeah. She was she was yeah. dating. Yeah, she was dating Bradley Cooper. I think they have a kid together. Yeah, on Saturday, Tom Brady was caught on video stroking her cheek in his car before he brought oh her back to the hotel. 
But later that day, he picked her up again, and she spent Saturday night at his house, too. And this is all very interesting because back in 2018, Irina went to Super Bowl 52 to root against him. <laughs> you know, back. let's go back to Bradley Cooper. <laughs> She's dating Bradley Cooper at the time. And uh-huh. Bradley Cooper, if, if you recall, he's a huge Eagles fan. Yeah. Oh, that's Big right. time. So she was at the game with Bradley. She's got her Eagles hat on and decked out in Eagles gear and... <laughs> the uh, the Eagles did, in fact, defeat the Patriots. Wow. So, yeah. Huh. What do you know? That's funny. I always really felt like her and Bradley would get back together, though. Yeah. Like, it always felt like they co-parent well and that they're always together. And I get this feeling that Bradley Cooper is difficult to live with. Oh, I yeah. don't know what it is, but something just says to me. He'd be he'd be difficult to be in relationship with. Well, it's probably with. because his mom still lives at his house. They all she lives there with him. You think yeah. Tom Brady would be easy to live with? No, I mean not, no, because you could never eat anything with him. I mean, I, I look at these folks, and I don't think any of them would be easy to live with. Mm-mm. Yeah, which is why this is a great arrangement. You know, spend the night at my place, and then I'm taking you back to the hotel. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. You can come back tomorrow <laughs> night. I just yeah, I need the day right. <laughs> I'm very Could busy. Could you imagine, though, dating Tom Brady with all of his dietary He's so disciplined. He's just yeah. so incredibly disciplined. I wonder disciplined. if he's loosened up on that at all now that he's, he's not, not playing. playing every day. I don't. I doubt it. This is too hard. I doubt it. You should try Diet Coke and cigarettes. Yes. Yeah, there's just no <laughs> way. So much easier. Could you imagine being like, let's just grab a slice and walk around the pier? And he's like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, God, when you're that disciplined and you eat that healthy, you have one bite of pizza oh, yeah. and you just, you're down he's for sick. three days. How about strawberries? <laughs> I'd be like, I want to date that Tom Brady that was on the boat after the Super Bowl. That was the drunk really one. drunk and almost <laughs> dropped the trophy in the, in the water. That was funny. That guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he had three quarters of a Miller Lite yeah, and he was exactly. wasted. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if he could coexist with someone, though, that loved all the foods that he hates, which is partly why I brought up the strawberries, because he's been on the record saying how much he hates strawberries. Mm. They're a high sugar fruit. They yeah. are. No, yeah. you can't date And they can cause a histamine reaction. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, well, we should probably take a break here. we got a bunch of other e-news stuff to get you caught up on as well. In fact, uh, Rob Thomas is speaking out about the use of his song on the Barbie movie, plus Ryan Reynolds is bringing back Alf. You went to see it, Jeff. I, I can't went to wait see to it. hear what you have to yeah. say. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Coming up next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This thing is amazing. This little thing is more powerful than the biggest computers we had in the world in 1980. All the knowledge in the world right there at your fingertips. You want to know how much an elephant weighs? Ask your phone. See, back in the good old days, if we wanted to know something, we had to wait until our cheap parents broke down and bought a set of encyclopedias. <laughs> and here was the deal. You didn't get them all at one time. You made a down payment, they'd give you the A volume. You keep making payments, a few years later, you'd get the B. So that first year, you could talk very intelligently about Antarctica or aardvarks. 
But if you had to do a school report on Zimbabwe, you were being held back another year. Because that Z volume wasn't coming until you were in your 30s. It's Jeff Foxworthy from his Netflix special, The Good Old Days. Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. And if you are hyped up enough to show off your Kennergy after seeing the Barbie movie, you're in luck. You can purchase an official I Am Kenuff merch from the Mattel website. All right, so I'm the only one that hasn't seen the movie yet. Oh, I loved it. I yeah. knew you would. Yeah. Yay. That was so good. Isn't it so funny? It's, I laughed throughout. I laughed. I cried. Yeah. I was entertained by it all. <laughs> it was so great. Yeah. The America Ferrera monologue. She's fantastic. It. She stole that movie. Yeah. She was so great it's in so it. so good. There's like this two-minute monologue towards the end that everyone, I told Tim, we, I was like, I thought I you were going to get up, up and start clapped. slow yeah. clapping. Yes. Everybody should see. <laughs> Thank you. That was really good. It's so well done. You got to go, Jen. Okay. And th- there was, a, I mean, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to ruin it for, for anybody yeah, no, that no, hasn't no. seen a movie. But there were a couple of moments in there where you see Ryan Reynolds cracking a smile like yes. he's about to lose uh-huh. it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I've seen him yep. talking about? There's a few, yeah. They're like, oh, dear God. <laughs> this is going to come <laughs> apart. But it includes, anyway, that this this I Am Knuff uh I guess it's a. I guess it's like a hoodie. He but wears they come it as in, a sweatshirt at the end, right? I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's at the end. Is it that furry thing? It's that tie-dyed uh-uh. sort of rainbow-colored uh, thing. Yes. Yeah. And there is a tie-dyed hoodie, t-shirts, baseball hats, mugs, stickers, and more that all have that "I am Kenuff, uh saying on it. You need to get online, Jen. You're gonna want and it. shop. I'm gonna Even want it before you've seen before the movie. See. Yeah. Well, I feel like I missed out because I got the alert when the um, Barbie Crocs came out, mm-hmm. and I didn't purchase them, and now they're all sold out. Everything okay. is selling out. Yeah, right. Well, if you can if you can find it and get it to ship before September 29th, that'll be quite a feat because most of this stuff you won't get it until then. Uh, and uh, you didn't hear this from me, but you can buy knockoff versions on Etsy and tons of other sites. I need this to find is not the official Barbie. Right. Some Allen outfits. Merch. Oh, <laughs> is Allen your yeah, favorite? That was awesome. Well, I, I feel like we might have uh, collectively the four of us. You guys can be Ken and Barbie. First can be do, Skipper. Yeah. I'll so be Allen. I'll be Allen. While both <laughs> of you guys were out of on vacation. Because immediately as I was, we always joked going into Barbie that Tim was always joking that he was Alan. Okay. And so then. And everyone was looking at me like, what's like, that? So we yeah. joked. And then when we were watching the movie, all I kept thinking was, <laughs> Tim will be the perfect Alan. And Michael Sarah was 100% cast. The perfect mm-hmm. Alan. Perfect. Yeah. 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 But there's an oh, outfit funny. that Alan wears that's like a striped shirt and short blue shorts. And I was like, that's it. That would <laughs> be really the funny. <laughs> that's the Barbie, the Ken that Tim is going to be, or the Alan. Well, and one of the many other funny scenes in the movie is when all the Kens are singing the Matchbox 20 song, Push. And it's kind of a joke, and it'll make more sense to you when you see the movie. Uh, but you do have the thought watching it like, Rob Thomas agreed to this. What's funny is the following morning, you guys were both off. 
we played that song. I was like, let's play that song tomorrow yeah. morning. It's yeah. topical. With, you know, it's uh-huh. in the Barbie movie. That's a long song. It is a long it's song. It's like four minutes. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can like sit that. through all this. I was like, we could have went to the bathroom, gone to McDonald's. Well, I assume Rob Thomas and, and the band Matchbox 20 agreed yeah, to, to allow the usage of the song in the movie, even though the song Push is the butt of the joke in the new Barbie movie. It gets featured a couple of times. Uh, the last time Ryan Gosling as Ken sings it in kind of a funny, emotional way. And here's a short edit of it. And I don't know if I've ever been real in love. You see, he's a great singer. It's touched me and I feel like something's got to give. And I'm a little bit angry. Well, this ain't over. No, not here. No. Not well, I still need you around. You don't own me. Yeah. We might change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just might feel good. I wanna push you around. Well, I will. It kind of also renewed my interest in Matchbox Twenty. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I'll tell you. Listen to I, Real World the other great. day. They're great. I know. They're, they're that for so me. great. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No. Nip. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yesterday Tim and I were talking about it on the hot list, but the movie opens with this Lizzo song, which I think you also have a clip of, but you will just find yourself singing it throughout the day. It's me. This little, yes. Hi, Barbie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I, did I play a clip of it yesterday? I know we have it in the system if you don't have it. You had it yesterday, but yeah. Yeah, I got it here. Here's a clip. Uh... I got to go back to yesterday's archives. Here we go. When I wake up in my own pink world, I get a bad. Goes with everything. Yeah. Is this getting radio airplay anyway? Not yet. I asked yesterday. I said, are we adding that into the rotation? Because I freaking, I used a different word, love that song. And. Patty was like, "No, no, I don't think so. They're not working it. That's too. It's too movie. Every song we eventually end up adding. Yeah, Yeah. like it's too much about the story. People won't get it. I was like, every song is about a story. (laughs) But it wouldn't be the first song that she starts off hating and then turns around, eventually begrudgingly." Ads, yeah. and then it becomes like this monstrous. Yeah. It is really kitschy. I'm so glad you loved it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So Jen, you're up. You gotta up. go. You My gotta find it. some way to go. All right. I mean, it made what was it, 180 million dollars or something like that. I mean, quite a bit. Intense. It did. It. I mean, it it exceeded box office expectations. I think a lot of people thought, yeah, you know, it'll probably do well, but they didn't expect it to do that well. Um, I will tell you that the show that we went to yesterday, it's. 310 on a Monday and I didn't prepay tickets because it's playing on a bunch of screens over here at Oakley and mm-hmm. when I got there to purchase my tickets there were only the last uh, two front rows left oh wow and the house was packed wow well, you know what it is I think two things one coming off of the Taylor Swift high I felt the need to continue to unite with my fellow women and this was a really great outlet to do that. Yeah. And in addition to that. And it's positive. I, it's lively. It's yes, upbeat. It and gives you that vibe. And that's the reason why I feel like a lot of, like, why it made so much money. It was like there was this call to women that's like, we can get together and have fun and go watch a Barbie movie. And we were like, yes, let's do it. Yeah. So we did. And that's why it made so much money. There you go. Because there was a call to action for women. 
And it's a good one. Yeah, it's great. And everybody should see it. Uh, my sister-in-law was telling us that um, her kids, her daughters went to go see the movie, and they come home and they're like, Mom, you have to see this movie. We loved it, but we want to go again, and we want to go with you. Oh, see, that's great. Isn't that great? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of people were asking us, do you think it's for kids because it has a PG-13 rating on it? And I don't think it's not for kids. I think... My daughter is six, and I feel like the mess. She, I feel like she would be bored yeah. watching it. Like halfway through, she'd be like, "Can I go get a snack?" Because it's not about dolls, mm. and the message is a little more like mature, I would say, than younger kids. But what would you say the message might is? Be good. Yeah, I would say I would say ten, ten and up. Because we, yeah. Tisha, was there from our work, mm-hmm. and she took her daughter Mary, who is ten, and she was like, "I loved it. It was so cute," and blah blah blah. I asked her what's the moral of the movie at the end, and she's like. Girls can do anything. Yes. I'm going after yes. it. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, there's no sex. There's no violence. There's, no like, hardly any cussing. I mean, right. maybe, like, small cussing. But And the movie does not hesitate to poke fun at itself, which I thought was which, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is part that's of why it's so it. good. Yeah. yeah. It really is. And it's also, you know, about figuring out who you are and self-acceptance mm-hmm. and all of that. Which so. is what I think is a little more adult for than like a six-year-old. Yeah, but I, I think a 13-year-old could oh, enjoy for it. for sure. But the older you are, the more you get out of it. Correct. Because I was telling Jeff, there's so many like, like people laugh at different times during the movie because as someone that played with Barbies... You're like, oh, my God, I did that, too, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's really well done. Yeah, when you hear the laughter in the auditorium, you'll hear it coming from different groups of people depending mm. on how they relate to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what another great thing about it is that it appeals to everyone, but often in different At ways. At some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right, so here is something from the 80s that's coming back, another something, and it's all thanks to Ryan Reynolds. He is bringing back ALF for a series of shorts promoting brands like Mint Mobile Ring and Hymns. Going to air this Saturday on Ryan's Maximum Effort channel on Fubo. Is it Fubo or Fubo? Yeah, Fubo, yeah. In between episodes of the original 80s series, he says the idea came from his, quote, irrational love of ALF growing up. Yeah, I'm aware of it, but I I never watched it. I remember asking my mom and dad, what's ELF? All the kids at school are talking about ELF, and that is when my bedtime got moved to 8.30. <laughs> so I could stand It was an adult, Elf. yes. He was a little, a little alien, and uh, alien life form. Isn't that I, what ELF I, I, stands yeah. for? Yeah, he used to eat cats, and he it was adult humor, for sure. Yeah, your his, mom probably didn't want family. you anywhere near it. Yeah, he lived with a family. Who yeah. was the dad? I don't, I don't really remember much about. Like, I, re- I don't even think my mom. I was remember aware having of it. T-shirts with it on there, but I don't really remember yeah. like any specific storylines other than the little alien spaceship thingy would come in, and that he liked cats. Yeah. Does it say on there what years that show ran? Uh, four seasons, nineteen eighty six, roughly. Nineteen eighty six uh, and nineteen ninety. I was out of high school at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. you're too old. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Anything else on the E News front? Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think we're good. There's not a ton to take. Yeah, There's not no. a lot going on in the world of entertainment. That's all right. We got a bunch of other stuff to get you caught up on anyway, including uh, another round of Faker for Real. We got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a Whitewater Car Wash prize pack. 
We'll do that next. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Thank you. I'm great. How about yourself? Excellent. Doing awesome. I got your three headlines here. If you can pick the real one, you're going to go to Whitewater Express Car Wash. Okay. All right. So here we go. Which one is real? Is it a a landlord secretly Airbnb'd someone's apartment while they were on vacation? Is it B, woman catches husband cheating so she sells his riding mower and golf clubs? Or C, guy sells rental car to gang of bicycle thieves for 175 bucks and a Schwinn 10 speed? Um, Let's go with B. No, it's not B. It's the landlord today. Could you imagine? No. Yeah, ever thought about renting your place out on Airbnb when you go on vacation, Tim? You know, like one of your tenants goes on vacation. You're like, oh, she's going to be gone for two weeks. Uh, No, that would be very bad. It feels like it should also be illegal. I mean, I understand. You know, you make some double money on it, right? Right. I get that. But you're going to get caught. What if Taylor Swift was in town? I mean, you could have made a mint. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? We did did a nice... uh, you could have made a mess. Tidy some. Yes, that, yeah. that weekend. What did you do? Double, triple, quadruple? We have a tool that automatically does it, so I don't know what it ended up being. Oh, okay. But I know it that adjusts. It, but I know what the total for that month was, and it was significantly more than the usual summer gotcha. month. Wow. So I put that up against, you know, that's cool. got to be the Taylor Swift That's got to be it, yeah. So this guy in California recently went to Vancouver for a few months to spend time with his family. Okay. A few months. Yeah. I mean, I assume he can work remotely, um, but he's got a one-year lease, right? Mm-hmm. He understood that, and he kept paying the rent because eventually he's going to come back. He gets back, <laughs> and a bunch of his stuff is missing. <laughs> his PlayStation's gone. Not good. His computer is gone. His PlayStation is gone? That sucks. That sucks to come home and your PlayStation is gone. Uh, (laughs) I've lived that. (laughs) It's a terrible feeling. Yeah. You feel so violated. Oh. Yes. You're not the first person to have gone through that. She's the one that got away, guys. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Took it. Uh, He had a firearm that he couldn't find, so that was missing. (laughs) Oh, this is insane. he but, files a plea. He calls the police and uh, says, ah, I think I've been robbed. You know, I've been gone for a few months and all, a lot of my stuff is gone. But there was no sign of a break-in or anything. Turned out it's because there had not been a break-in. His place had been rented out on Airbnb by his own landlord. Wow. So was this the landlord hiding everything so that people wouldn't steal his stuff? Like, did the landlord go in and put away his goodies? Uh, That's what I'm assuming, I I don't know what. It's very possible the stuff was just taken. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So here's what happened. He told the landlord that he was going to be in town all out of town all that time. But he was like, you know, don't worry. I know I got a lease. I'm going to continue to pay the rent. I just won't be there. 
So the landlord is thinking about this, and he realizes he could make a little extra cash by renting the place out without telling the tenant. You know, what does the tenant care? He's going to be gone. We'll right, never know, right. right? So now they're trying to claim they did they did nothing wrong, and they're refusing to pay for the stuff that got stolen. Oh, so it was stolen. Yeah, the guy posted about it in a Reddit group where lawyers, if you've ever been on that thing, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes lawyers will give out free legal advice, and they're all telling him he should sue the landlord. Because they say that his landlord violated his, quote-unquote, reasonable expectation of privacy. So he could end up getting a lot more money than what his old PlayStation was worth. Wow. It sounds like he's got a solid case. Yes. Crazy. Isn't that wild? That is. Yep. Humans. Uh She's the one that got away, guys. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Fun Robbie Rob. I was just thinking about him yesterday. Why was I thinking about him yesterday? Were you wanting him or something? (laughs) Think about him all the time. (laughs) Were you wanting to play a little PlayStation and you said, whatever happened to my PlayStation? I don't know. Well, he's he's outsed us totally. None Are of we? And then nobody can get in? I haven't been able to find him since he Have was you been studying able to get Spanish in? and that starting that HVAC company. <laughs> yeah, I... He's on LinkedIn. You So there was one day when Jen, it wasn't that long ago, Jen starts doing like a private eye search on Facebook trying to find him. And I think you... <laughs> did you find him? Did you locate him? I, I don't remember. Because then we, that prompted did, me found- to start looking. And I found our old Facebook back and forth and it said Facebook user. Oh, which yeah. tells me... That it's yeah, he's the... He, I don't see him on... I'm not, I don't see him on Facebook. Maybe we found oh. him on LinkedIn. It was LinkedIn oh, that that's he was what doing. Was. He was studying Spanish at that one school. <laughs> yeah. And he was calling himself bilingual. And then it, he created or was working for an HVAC company. I did a deep dive on him, obviously. Yeah. It's I have been all a bit. His ins and outs. Well, you're very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> if this job doesn't pan yeah. out, I'm going to do one of those be citizen one of those courses people. where I get to be a CSI. <laughs> if it exists, <laughs> she will find you. <laughs> All right, 7.15, we got a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Next. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tim is looking for a second date update today with Peter. And we're going to try and help her out. Hi, Kim. Hi, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Um, it's actually so crazy because I've literally been listening to you since my mom would drive me to school in the morning and sometimes she would turn off second date update because she thought it was too inappropriate for me and here I am. (laughs) If only she knew you'd be on second date update someday. That's so funny. But now you can go back and listen to all the podcasts and hear all of the things that your mother didn't want you to hear. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, they go back years, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they go back years. It's going to be so excited to hear me on here. I'm sure she'll be thrilled. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. So let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Peter, and how'd that first date go? 
So I met Peter on Match, and the first date I thought went super well. We basically went out for dinner and drinks, and we had this amazing time. He is so nice. He was a little shy in person, but I thought it was really sweet. And he has this really dry sense of humor that I really like, and he just made me laugh so much. And I could kind of tell that he's not the kind of guy to make like a big first move. So after a couple of hours being together, I felt like it was right. So I asked him if he wanted to come over to my place. And he seemed surprised at first, but he said yes, of course. So he came over and spent the night. And the whole night was just really sweet and fun. And I really felt a connection with him. And we just felt really comfortable with each other, with, which is something, like, that is super important to me. I mean, at least I felt that with him, because now I'm wondering if maybe I misread him. Um, I have no idea. But anyway, he basically left early in the morning, and I said, I can't wait for our next date. And he said he was excited, too, but he hasn't reached out. It's been five days, and I'm just, like, so bummed. I really thought we had this amazing time, so I'm hoping you guys can help me. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you picked up on the fact that he's not exactly a first-move kind of guy and that you needed to nudge him a little bit. Yeah. But as surprised yeah. as he was, he, he was a willing participant, and I like the descriptive words you used when you all went back to your place and he spent the night. You, you thought it was just the whole experience was sweet and fun. You felt this comfortable vibe and a connection, to be sure. Yeah, I mean, if you invited him back, I mean, that's that's kind of a bold move, especially if you're with a guy who's already acting kind of shy to go ahead and say, hey, come on, let's go, and then... He must not be that shy because he, he went. Exactly. I mean, someone had to. Someone had to do it, and that person was me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of the character on an old, there's an old TV sitcom from the 1970s. It's called The Mary Tyler Moore Show, and the lady who played Ted Baxter's wife. Ah, oh, what was the character's name? Anyway. <laughs> She sounds like her. <laughs> oh. Where she's so sweet and oh. soft-spoken. Oh, my gosh. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Her character comes off very sweet and unassuming and gentle. Yeah. But she's got a much stronger backbone. She's, and she's got a bite. You know, which it, her tone of her voice is very sweet. But sometimes what she says. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with her. Don't cross her. <laughs> Georgia Engel. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. her name on the show is Georgette. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. That's actually exactly how my friends would describe me. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, that's who you reminded me of. So he sounds like the perfect guy for you because if he is a little shy to begin with and has a dry sense of humor, it sounds like you two would make a great couple. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And his humor, like, he just made me laugh so much. And I just feel like he checked so many boxes and... It just felt really rare that we had that connection, and I don't usually invite guys back. Like, that was just literally from the vibe of the date. So, yep. That's even better. I need help. Okay. He's so shy, he's not calling you back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wondered that, actually. I was like, maybe I need to, but right. still nothing.
Yeah. Mm. You know, he's got to do some of the work, and it has yep. been five days, so he's due for a call. Exactly, especially after spending the night. Right. That's right. So we'll take a break here, Kim, and when we come back, we'll call Peter and see what he thought of you and his date with you coming up. The second date update continues on Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, Kim met Peter on Match, and they went on a little dinner date. And she said he was just so nice, a little shy, but a dry sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very funny. Not exactly a first move kind of guy, which she picked up on pretty quickly, but she solved that by just inviting him to her place, which is not something Kim does every day either. I know, like not at all. Like it surprised me that I did that. But, hey, he said yes. He went back to your place, spent the night. You said it was sweet and fun. It felt comfortable. You felt like you had a connection. You told him the next morning, I can't wait for our next date. And he said he was excited, too, right? We're paraphrasing here, but that Mm -hmm. was the gist, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was surprised, but then he was eager to go. (laughs) (laughs) Zero hesitation once he gave it a minute to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So that was five days ago. We're going to call Peter and see if it's just a matter of him needing another nudge or if there's some other issue there. You ready, Kim? Yes. Thank you, guys. I'm nervous, but keeping my fingers crossed. We're going to be right here with you, Kim. Hi, Peter. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, not much. Got you on speakerphone. It's Jeff, Jen, Tim, Q102 Morning Show. Oh, whoa. You guys are on the radio, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Good and, morning. And uh, don't mean to catch you off guard or anything. Wow, okay. We're not doing a contest. You don't have to answer any questions other than why haven't you called Kim back? Mm. <laughs> oh, um... Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, 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 wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. This, this is kind of it's uh, it's 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 a weird situation there. Um, I I I did like her. I, I thought she was great. But there there was a little thing um, on her dating profile. She had that uh, that her name was just an initial K. So. When we got to the date, she told me that uh, that her name was Kim. Right. And my last name is Kim. Your last so name is Kim, ma- K-I-M? My last name is Kim. So if we got married, she'd be Kim Kim. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's, that's not okay. Well, that's not bad. I mean, that's I think terrible. it's kind of, I don't know. She could go by Kimberly. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have that weird confusion my whole life. Really? Like, this is the sticking point? Wow. Are you sure there's not something else? Because she sounds lovely. Very lovely. Say it. Kim Kim. Kim Kim. Kim Kim. I'm Kimberly Kim. Or just say, hey, I'm Kim Kim. It's unforgettable. Truly. I mean, my name's Tim Timmerman. Tim Timmerman. Oh, that's true. Some people, when I was, you know, in high school, would call me Tim Tim. And honest to God, people think that Tim Timmerman is a radio name, like a name that he invented for the radio. Yeah, everybody got Tim Timmerman on your right. uh, dial. That's your legal name, that's right? Me. And who was the girl that sang Tim Timmerman, Tim Timmerman, Tim Tim? Kristen Foydal, second grade. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dim, dimmer, You'll have dim, a red dimmer, carpet dimmer, moment with her someday. I hope to. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, Peter, you sound like a nice guy, and, and we don't want to push you into something if, if you're just not feeling her. But honest to God, if the name is the only thing, can we bring Kim into the conversation she, since she's on the line with us and give her an opportunity to plead her case? Kim, you still there? Hi, guys. Hi, Peter. Yes, I'm still here. Hi. <laughs> Did you know that Peter's last name is Kim? No, it's actually really funny because I'm realizing I never even asked him his last name. But the thing is, Peter, if we ever were to get married, it wouldn't be an issue because I was planning on not changing my name anyway. Like, I always thought that. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, my wife didn't change her last name. So. Yeah. So there you go. Problem solved. Uh, that, uh, that would actually be a, a problem for me because I'm not going to marry someone who won't take my last name. Oh, uh, you're like old school like that, huh? Right. Huh. Are you serious? I like what year is this? Um, I I, I know I know what year it is. It, it's just the way it's got to be. You know, my my wife has to have the last name Kim. It's just it's yeah. End of story. Is that a personal preference, or is that like pressure from your family or something? Oh, it's 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 a personal preference. I I I do. I'm not a traditional person, but that is something that uh, that I've I've always been set on, and um and it's important for me. Ah, that's a bummer. Interesting. Honestly, like that's kind of a turnoff. Like how, like I don't know. I just don't really like that. That's that's like really weird to me. It feels like ownership. Like I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Thought we had a solution, yeah. then we didn't. I guess we don't. No, we're in an impasse. Hmm. That, okay. All right. Well, well, that's a bummer. Yeah, Kim, we're sorry. Thanks, guys. I mean, at least I have my answer, and now I know it definitely was not meant to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, good attitude. Yep. All right. All right. Well, Peter, thanks for taking the call. Appreciate your honesty. Even though we don't always like the answer, got to be honest, right? Yep. Yep. Word. Okay. Best of luck to you, man. <laughs> You too. Take yeah. it easy. Good luck. There is still, though, the question, though. Why'd he sleep with her if he knew? It wasn't ever going to go anywhere. You know why. Yeah, we know why. <laughs> Men. <Ugh. laughs> Can't say no to an opportunity. Yeah. It'll be okay. I mean, that just felt like so, like, toxic masculinity, in my opinion. Yeah, it did. I, I'm I was kind of surprised by that. I wasn't expecting that version of him when we called him. Yeah, me neither. Like, I didn't get that vibe at all. And to your point, it's like, I mean, he did stay the night anyway. So what kind of person is that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Live and learn. Right, Kim? Live and learn. I'm always going to ask the last name from here on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Good luck to you, Kim. Thank you, guys. Love it's talking to you. so fun. Likewise. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. What if they came to you and they said, we're moving the Jeff and Jen morning show to a new time. All right. 4 p.m. to 10 (laughs) p.m. These are the new work hours. What do you say, guys? No. No. Now, 10 to 2 would be cool. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Yes. That would work. Yeah, sleep in a little bit? A little bit. The Jeff and Jen Midday Club. Yeah. Get out of here before rush hour. <laughs> that sounds good. 
We're going to talk about the newest work hours that seem to be taking hold in a lot of different work sectors. Plus, how'd you like a job as a full-time child? Okay. I've been working How on that young? for the what last age? 20 years. <laughs> this is for adults. It's really interesting, and I kind of like the concept. I don't know that it's for me, but we'll explain. <laughs> news that didn't make the news is coming up. 740 and 65 degrees. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We're going to head at a hot and humid day today. Definitely hotter than yesterday, and... Tomorrow, even hotter as we approach the weekend. Friday's expected high close to 100. Woo! Yeah. It's our turn. Right. Coming up, how'd you like a job as a full-time child? And the smartest thing to do after someone hits your car. It is Tuesday, the 25th of July of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, This is another office trend I'm about to share with you that was not possible just a few years ago. Working nine to five in one solid chunk is a lot less common than it used to be. Well, it's a lot. It's a lot to expect someone to focus for that long of a time all in a row. Well, you get a lunch break. You get a little coffee break, I would imagine. If you smoke. A midday walk. (laughs) smoke, right. Bust outside for 510. But we are seeing more and more people working until late afternoon, skipping out early, taking an extended break to do this, that, or the other thing, and then logging back in before bed to finish up. The term for it is a triple peak day because there are three different times when productivity spikes now ever since covid There used to be two peaks. It would be like right Mm -hmm. around 11 a.m. and again at 3 p.m. But now there's actually a third one around 10 p.m. Right before bed. Right before bed. People are using, this is the basic bottom line, people are using their flex hours to leave work early to beat the traffic or go pick up their kids. I understand this so far. Okay. I mean, don't you? Like, I'm sure. working. Oh, my gosh. I got to leave at 1 because the school is getting out at yeah. 2 today. Right. Yeah, for no reason. And so you do all that stuff you got to do. And then later, when you have time again, after dinner and everything else, and the kids have been put to bed, they log back in at home before bed to finish a project or deal with whatever leftover emails came in. Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, sports practices. Jen, mm-hmm. you're constantly mm-hmm. running on the go, with on the Jacob. go all the time. Right. Yeah. And by the time you get him to lay down, you could go back on for your eight to midnight shift. <laughs> I don't, like, I understand the laying in bed or, like, you know, sitting on the couch watching TV, kind of catching up on some things. But if they're using their time to leave early, does that mean they have to do that later? Because I, it's a coin toss if I'm going to remember. Well, because it's flex (laughs) time. So they have to probably be online for eight hours a day, whether it's, you know, eight to noon and then four to eight. Well, that's the option they have, but management does not love it because it delays everything. Like if they send someone an email at three, let's say three 30, 
they might not hear back for seven hours. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't like that either because I'm very much a get-it-off-the-plate kind of person. I'm the same. same as you, and I want to shut it down at 5. Yeah. 5.30 at the very yeah. latest. I mean, how good are you guys, though, at uh, how often after we leave here during the day do you go back and check your email? Oh, my Once God. before 5 o'clock, and I usually wait until 5 or 5.30. And then you do. Let them all come in. Yeah. And then I shut it down. When I leave here, like if I have, like a lot of times after the show, we'll do videos or, you know, commercials, Mm -hmm. other things like that. So then I take a break and then I have to go home, do my home stuff, Mm -hmm. like start the laundry, walk the dog, do whatever. And right before I like get the summer camp pickup, I roll through it and just say, is there anything pressing? Because I don't want to hold other people up. Right. But I got to tell you that back in the day, you know, we used to be able to get our emails on our phone. It would just show up like if you had an iPhone, you could just add your company email to your list of email addresses and it would just it would ping you and you could check it multiple times a day easily. Now we got to go through this like Microsoft thing that we got to log into and I got to refresh it. And it just it, it takes a few extra steps. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I hated it. And now I love it because it discourages me from logging into it and i i find that less stressful overall i just check it one more time later in the day close to 5 or 5 30 make sure all the emails have come in if there's anything pressing mm-hmm. i'll address it then and then i'm by six o'clock i'm logged off i'm out of work yeah, i'm like yeah. i'm living my life that's what i like to do too because at night i feel like my family deserves my attention like they, exactly. you know, I feel like I need to connect with my kid and play tag or right. go out to dinner with my partner and not be a part of it. Yeah, I don't want to be dealing with work issues at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. But management doesn't love the way this is shaking out because it does delay everything. As I mentioned, you know, if they send someone an email, say, at 3.30, they're not going to hear back for seven hours. And if they schedule a meeting for 4 o'clock, half the staff is already gone. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some concern there that it could blur the lines even more between work hours and family time or me time or quality time, but it might not be possible to put that genie back in the bottles. So yeah. We're we'll, already there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll have to negotiate your own deal. I, I did suspect. see it, though. I told you guys about it on our Facebook Live Um this morning that I was waiting on an answer. Tim and I are going to go shoot a video tomorrow. And I was waiting on the answer of, is this happening? Is this not happening? Because we got to do it and blah, 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 blah. And I woke up like, oh, my gosh, I never heard back about that. Now I'm going to have to track them down. And I went into my email and I got an email last night at 1146 p.m. that had the details there. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that person was working really Mm -hmm. late. Well, Mm -hmm. I know people who work in sales. They have no limits, man. I mean, they check it multiple times a day because that's just how they roll. They have to. And they're they're just motivated that way, and that's the choice they make. Yeah. See, I don't know if I was in sales. I don't know if I'd want my clients to have my cell phone or just my email because I think that would be hard if they were had that kind of access to me all the time. Well, yeah. and With Jeff, you really, I mean, you 100% went off the grid on your vacation because yesterday morning when you came in, you were like, oh, wow, I've got 700 and blah, Something, blah, blah yeah, emails to, to look through. Emails. 
Yeah, and when I went through, and I, I went through Some every single one of them yesterday, and there may have been 10 that required some kind of action or response. The rest were just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> or junk or just Hey, you watch your tongue or, over yeah. there, buddy. Unnecessary. Yeah, and there was one that I was like, oh, I feel bad that I, like, I should have put up a thing. So oh, I screwed up. I screwed up because I didn't do the out-of-office thing. mm I'm bad at that. Yeah, me too. Uh, the legendary Quaker Oats cereal, Cap'n Crunch, is now 60 years old. And to put that in context, Cap'n Crunch was in the U.S. before the Beatles. Oh, wow. That's how far Cap'n Crunch goes. Uh, the mascot, Cap'n Horatio Magellan Crunch has really earned the white in his mustache, and now for the first time ever, he's also earned an actual captain's uniform. Because if you didn't know, Cap'n Crunch uniform mm-hmm. has always been wrong. Wrong how wrong? Because the gold stripes on his sleeve are oh. below his rank. Oh, wow. How oh, did they I've not catch this. that? I how did they that... not know that well, when they designed it to begin I with? I think they he's, care. He's not a captain. He's a cap'n. <laughs> so, I mean, they he's can do whatever the hell they want to. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, an American naval captain wears four gold bars on his sleeves, but Cap'n Crunch has always had fewer. Huh. Initially, wearing only one bar... One bar makes not you even a, close. One bar makes you an ensign, uh, then two bars, which make you a lieutenant, and three bars, which means you're a commander. Wow, he's Commander Crunch. Oh wow! For the 60th anniversary, however, they have finally <laughs> given him four stars, four bars four rather. Bars. Uh, there is an updated image on social media with the caption: "The internet has spoken, <laughs> and we listened." My That's new look funny. and my fourth stripe era. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and they also posted a bunch of bizarre clips of dozens of people in updated Cap and Crunch costumes, seeming, seemingly leaving a Cheesecake Factory, which I think was some kind of promotional stunt at Comic-Con in San Diego, which mm-hmm. would make sense. But an interesting fact for some of the old schoolers out there, the character was created in 1963 by a TV producer by the name of Alan Burns who worked on Rocky and Bullwinkle and who co-created the Munsters and the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Nice. So Is Captain Crunch one of those ones that you guys enjoyed growing up, or did it just rip your mouth to shreds? Uh, oh, I that was it. good. I never got it till I my mom didn't buy that. So when I moved out at twenty three, tried it. I ate the bleep out of that. Stuff. It didn't take long and for yes, the milk it, to soften it yeah. up. It does yeah. ruin the roof of your mouth. But I it's love so the good. crunch berries though. Like they made a crunch berry <laughs> version of it, and that's really good. It's yeah. sweet, but it's solid. Well, I see. We were at so when we were in Denmark. All of a sudden, the skies opened up, and it started to rain, and so we're looking for a place to duck into, and so we just randomly ducked into the De- uh, the Denmark House of Design, where they house all of the innovative designs that were created by Danes. Okay. That's cool. And there's some really cool, like, furniture designs that we've seen Patty use in some of the houses that she's designed and worked on and some of them are kind of iconic looking and one of the designs was the beer bottle for carlsbad which is not particularly unique but it is a historical artifact Mm -hmm. and it is a danish beer Mm -hmm. and this particular beer bottle was from like 1907 or something like that and it was just it was cool to see how some brands just never change over time you know they 
They maintain them. They keep them looking the same. I saw a commercial yesterday for Sprite, which I think is celebrating their 50th anniversary or something like that. And that Sprite logo, it's it's a little updated, but they managed to update it with keeping in with a very similar font, like a very similar lettering style. And that's always the challenge for any brand is how do we keep it updated but stay true to the essence of our brand that still remains recognizable to the people Mm -hmm. who originally fell in love with it. Hmm. In other news that didn't make the news this morning, someone found a lost phone and found on the phone the owner's embarrassing list of life goals. <laughs> this is, see, the good thing about writing your goals down is that you're constantly reminded of them. The mm-hmm. bad thing is that someone might come across them and, and post them, them on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not just see them, but post them on the Internet. Because someone found a lost phone at the ski resort in Australia. It was like halfway down the front slope. And they took a (laughs) photo of the front and back so they could help locate the owner. But but on the front screen, the the front screen was open to a list of eight life goals. Okay, life goals. Yeah, so here they are. I'm going to read them to you because they're pretty funny. Uh, Number one. Get jacked. You weigh 191 pounds. 191? <laughs> That's my goal, 190. Get jacked. Okay. Number two, quit all nicotine. Oh, that's, that's a good, good goal. goal to have. Goal. Done. I yep. like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to have at least $25,000 in a bank account. There you go. Wow, right. good for you. Uh, Number two, have a motorbike. Ooh, a motorbike. <laughs> okay. Number five. Get good grades in college. Okay, so obviously this is a younger person. Young man, okay, yeah. so this that, that helps explain things. The get jacked didn't a bit. give that away to you yeah. right away. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, well, I was I hoping. Went, immediately, I was, I was thinking seventeen. Yeah, but you know, I was hoping. No, I think you're absolutely dead on, Fritzy, because the other three are a bit more unique in, in the way that they probably weren't meant to be shared with the world. But number six, get better at fighting. <laughs> Number seven, have three girls on the roster. There you go. <laughs> I knew it was coming. And number eight, don't on get a <laughs> number eight, don't get a haircut for three months. <laughs> so I don't this know if is... they found the owner, but most people online saw the college grades thing and, and they said that this list isn't that uncommon for that age. A twenty year old guy maybe or or you got to give him credit for, you know, making some decisions about what's important to him and, and setting goals Absolutely. And, and having that focus. I mean, hopefully he sticks with this and that this list will look a little different in so 10 years. If I found the phone, I would add a ninth entry. I would be like, zip phone in pocket so I don't lose it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this sounds like a therapy thing, though. Like, you know, when you're in therapy and they say, right, no matter you what it is. You write down your call. Just write it down. It yeah. doesn't do you matter want your if you want to look date like? three women at one time. Write it down. Yeah. Okay. So here's another life goal. If you're looking to change careers, mm-hmm. you want to upend your life, mm-hmm. you feel like you're in a dead-end job, your career's going nowhere, and it's not, it's not bringing you the fulfillment that you hoped it would. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run this one by. Okay. Especially if you're a 20-something who isn't working and maybe you're just hanging out at home and you're doing odd jobs and errands and still kind of mooching off your parents. Okay. Well, what if you went to work for them, your parents, as a full-time child? I will explain. Right now, in China, 
The job market sucks. In fact, jobs are so scarce right now in China that young people are being forced out of the labor market. And there's a new trend of them working for their parents as full-time children. (laughs) What are those job responsibilities? (laughs) For $1,000 a month, Uh which is about the average salary in China, that's average. Some, Some make more, some make less, but... In that country, that's about the average, thousand bucks a month. For a thousand dollars a month, the kids spend time with their parents, driving them to here, there, and everywhere, doctors' appointments, okay, stores, shopping. So they're caretaking their parents. Yes, they do the housework, they do all the cooking, and they're they're just generally on hand for anything that the parents need. Well, that sounds backwards. I, I would, think it sounds fabulous. I'm, Let's I mean, go. But if are, I'm going to live at home, I want my parents driving me around, and I want them cooking <laughs> for me, and no. I want them cleaning the house so I could just sit and watch TV all day. How old are these <laughs> parents? Let's talk about that. Are they elderly? Yeah, I mean, you figure they are. Yeah. If, if well, if the kids, kids are, are in, in their twenties, they probably then, just in their forties and fifties, right? Mm. Unless they had kids later in life or something, but. I mean, the Ch- isn't the life expectancy in China, or don't they live a lot longer than we do? I mean, and, and healthfully. Uh, I don't know about China. Oh, am J- I thinking Japan, Japan? definitely. But it's become such a thing, this, this full-time child. <laughs> because I, I, I think that's the wrong term to use because it implies that they're helpless or that they need the parent to do this, that, or the other thing for them, when in fact it's the other way around. Yeah. It's... The child taking care of the parents in every way. Full reversal. Mm-hmm. So China's life expectancy is 78. Japan is almost 85. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little different. Uh, but this, this full-time child thing has become such a thing that the hashtags, hashtag full-time daughter and hashtag full-time son, have been trending on Chinese social media platforms. Now, obviously, in some cases, the young adults are basically being forced into it because they don't have any other prospects. And so mom and dad, are, and, and it's not that uncommon, you know, for your parents to live with you mm-hmm. in China till the day they die. Right. Because of the way the, the family is regarded in the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. But for some families, it's been a mutually beneficial arrangement with both sides being happier than they were before. So this is really working out for them. Hmm. Interesting. I like this idea. And if, <laughs> if your parents are... Of some means, maybe they're not super rich, but they have enough to afford to... You already got a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. And so they throw you some money to basically not just live with them full time, but you've got to do the jobs. Especially as they're aging. It, yeah. That would be incredibly beneficial, I would mm-hmm. think. But then what do you do after they're gone? You live off the money they leave you. But it's assuming they have any money to leave. If anyone has dug into what it costs to live in a senior village or something like that, $1,000 a month is a pretty good deal. Oh, yeah, that's a bargain. That is a bargain. saving money there. Yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break. Coming up, more news that didn't make the news, including the smartest thing to do after someone hits your car. You're going to want to hear this. It's all next. We have to be patient with women right now. You got to understand for thousands of years, nobody cared about our feelings. Nobody cared about our opinions. And then like a year ago, everyone was like, what do you think? It's like, 
I'm sorry, can you just give us one second? We were not at all prepared for that question. It's just no one has ever asked us that before. Can you just give us a minute? We were just taking a selfie with dog ears. So just give us one second. We're going to regroup and we're going to come right back to you with an answer. Puddle up right now. Some things need to change around here. First of all, the rosé all day shirts have to go. Just for a couple of years till we get out of the woods on this. Namaste in bed. It's not a sophisticated argument. No more sassy shirts for a while. Uh, you stop saying totes. You're 40. Um, we might have to stop calling each other hookers and whores for a while. Does anyone have that girlfriend? Hey, hooker. I actually think we need to steal from what guys do with their nicknames because guys build each other up with their nicknames. All right, what up, champ? What up, chief? What a boss. Guys give each other promotions in their nicknames. So Whitney Cummings from her Netflix special, Can I Touch It? And uh, we pulled that clip because it's National Wine and Cheese Day. And I don't know, seemed sort of. Seemed apropos. Kind of relevant. So... At this point in life, we tend to whip out our phones to record everything. Yes. So don't freeze up in the one moment where taking a video actually makes sense. Give you an example. If someone hits your car, you're in a car accident. It's not your fault. Right. Maybe not. I've not, never maybe had not that your experience. Fault. Maybe not Jen and I, <laughs> but whatever. That's not I was true. looking in the wrong direction. I've been rear-ended twice. Oh. Not my fault. It's te- it's Tim. Tim's it w- the driver. <laughs> 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 but I've been in other fender benders plenty that were mine. Yeah, so if someone hits your car, whether it's when you're driving or you're parked, one of the smartest mm. things that you can do is take a video of what happens next. I mean, think about it. We we roll video on this, Everything. that, and the other thing all the time. All the time. Why wouldn't we do it when something like that happens? Right. If you get your interaction with the other driver on video, it can actually help you a lot as you're dealing with insurance companies in the future or even with the police. And by the way, it is legal, in case anyone is confused about this, it is legal to record video as long as you are in a public place. Even if the other person doesn't want you to, they can't legally stop you. I, we're at the point, I think, that we have to always be assuming that we are on camera. Oh, yeah. yeah. At all times, just behave as if someone is filming you. I do. Because, because they it's are. Possible. <laughs> it's very they possible are. that they are. Yeah. I thought about this yesterday. I was in the elevator going down to my car in the basement here, and I had a wedgie. And so I was like, I wonder if, pe- like, in, not that somebody watching me is just dig. watching it, but we have a camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a, what is that, like a video channel here where it shows, like, all of the different cameras like in the parking lot in the lobby and i'm like i probably shouldn't have done that yep yeah because you don't know well you know those guys will and those guys in engineering they save all those clips oh i hope so for the christmas party party, i wish they they would i wish they would wouldn't that be great yeah you know they got (laughs) well i'm not gonna say what they have but (laughs) what do they got 
Well, they might have footage of someone crashing into the garage oh, door. Oh, that that's was great, great footage. That's great. Well, everybody saw that footage, didn't they? Yeah. Isn't that person- But I wasn't aware that the person knew that everybody had seen, seen the it? footage. <laughs> she sent it to us, and oh, then she I did? shared that with oh, you. Oh, yeah. okay, she okay. sent okay. it to us. Yeah. Oh, got it. And I was like, thank God. I thought was- that came from them. No, yeah. and let me tell you what. I was like, thank God it was you first and not me. Hey, right. and I have vivid. I've done it twice at my house. Hit, right? the, gra- hit the garage door. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> okay. For the first time that it happened was I was running late for work uh-huh. and I had parked closest. So the driver's mirror was closest to the wall okay. of the garage door. So when I backed out, I just whacked the whole mirror off of it. Okay. So you realize. just hit the mirror. I hit the mirror. The okay. whole mirror fell off. <laughs> you were going I pretty mean, at a pretty good hanging. clip. Yeah. I was running light. Yeah. All right. I just put it in reverse and there it went. So then the second time that I did it was I. Hit, I was in the garage sitting in my car and I hit the unlock button and I saw it go up in the rear view. So I just started backing up and it wasn't all the way up. Oh. So the whole top of my car just yeah. and it stopped because it realized that there was an impact. So at that point, my car is now on like the garage door is on top of my car. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, what do I do? So I just pulled back in. So that, of course was not the correct thing to do because it bowed the door because right. the door was still tucked to my car. That's what makes this so funny, so, by the way. So <laughs> you're supposed Keep to talking. hit that open button and then pull in or pull out or whatever. Okay. And I just went, like, pulled back in. The door goes up. Yeah. Or it doesn't really go very far, and I just wake so up, Do we Scott. have camera footage of that? I'm sure there was at the time, but I just go and wake up Scott and I say, babe. <laughs> hey, babe. Yeah. I just want to let you know I hit the garage door this morning. I completely morning, wrecked the garage door. But everything is fine. <laughs> and he's like, what? I'll see you. I'll see well, you I later. can't get it to go back down, so I'm just going to leave it open. <laughs> and he's like, what? And so at that point, he's up. He's out there. He's pushing it. He's trying to figure out. <laughs> Which is always fun like, to watch, I, too. And immediately, I go, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. Oh, sure. Just leave me here. Uh, yeah. 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 I, whenever I, I see something like that happen, I immediately think of, uh, you know, Christmas story when he's trying to put the leg lamp back together, yes. right? Where you know it, there's nothing that can be done. Right. But he has to yes. try. Yes. He has to Stop. try yeah. to give yes. his best effort. That yes. is him. He is like, well, we got to figure this out. And I'm like, I don't. I have to go. <laughs> that is so funny. So that's twice now. Yeah. Yeah. Linda just said, really? We have to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, she texted me, too. I back. Yes, yes, we did. That was so funny. Yeah. I didn't know that, uh, that that was out there or not, so I hesitated. Oh, yeah. Don't um, hesitate. But just to be clear, though, just so that you know, it is it is perfectly legal to record video as long as you're in a public place, whether the other person wants you to or not. They cannot legally stop you as long as you're in a public place. <laughs> um, plus, I think, and I, I would add this, knowing you're on video will probably stop you from talking too much. Yeah, yeah. Or saying anything at all. Because yeah. I'm telling you, there's no point in arguing who's at fault at the scene. Yeah, see, I... I <laughs> the insurance companies, the lawyers, the yeah. police, they're going to handle that matter. And they're going to come to a determination. Yeah. I mean, everyone that, you know, I was the one that came out of the car. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's all my fault. <laughs> yeah. 
Totally my fault. I did it. It's me. I am so sorry. (laughs) Thank you. I've got it on video. Perfect. Yeah, but sometimes... And scene. I know. (laughs) Do you feel like people sometimes try to settle these things amongst themselves? Heck yeah, they do. That's why you need the video. And that's, I mean, you know, or if you call the police or if they take off, that's why it's smart to do what Jeff is saying. I'll tell you the best one I ever had happen. Mm-hmm. Is when I got rear-ended when I was at a stoplight coming off of 71 getting on oh, to yeah. Fields Ertle. Okay, this was before they had the other, the, the mm-hmm. exit, the second. Oh, the, this, the loopy? The loopy one, right. So <clears throat> somebody came flying off that exit, and I was just sitting there parked, and she plowed into She rear-ended me, man. And I'm like, call the ambulance. I got whiplash. <laughs> 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 Yep. You did go, That's right? I girl. did. I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I got hit pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't think she, that much of it. She was thinking four, 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 <laughs> four, 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 four. Here we go. This is all. This is it. This is it. Oh, and I'll God. tell you, if they'd have been driving it, she was driving an old clunker, like a 1987 Camry or something like yeah. that. So I'm like, ain't no money to be had here. But I did get a call, a call like a couple of months later from her her insurance company. Oh, so good. She had insurance. And she did. And they, they were asking me some questions. And then they just said, well, we're going to send you a check for like $4,000 or something. And I'm like. Okay. All right on. That's sure. really going to help my neck. I Thank you. I didn't. I had. I was had zero expectations of anything like that ever happening, like getting a payout. Why or did anything. they pay you? Because you were rear-ended. Because it was oh, her fault. The they cut. Co- they covered all of my. Yeah, they covered oh, nice. all of my medical bills Great. and. Wow. Great. Then, yeah. So you yeah. went to a chiropractor. I hope. Oh after yeah. That. Oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the best advice someone ever gave me was when I got rear-ended at a stoplight one time, I felt perfectly fine. There was some damage to the car, and I figured the insurance company would deal with that, but uh, physically I felt fine in the moment, and so yeah. I was about to decline any kind of medical treatment, and someone yeah. said, don't do that because it will sneak up on you, yep. and you could be looking at chronic back All or kinds neck problems of for the rest of your yep. and I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Knock on yeah. wood. Yeah, because yeah, that was the thing. It's like, because I didn't see it coming. It was one of those... Like, well, what just happened? You know, you kind of feel what happened, and then you realize you've been hit. But I was like lightheaded, and it's like, oh, I'm glad you got checked out too. That's important. (laughs) All right, coming up, your shot at one thousand dollars that you can apply to your insurance deductible. (laughs) It's the one K letter of the day. Coming up next. Hey, Megan. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Tuesday going pretty well for you so far? So far, so good. What do we have on the books? What's what's the plan for today? We got meetings, got appointments, yeah. got stuff to do. Um, just working. Places to go, people to see, things to get done. Yeah. Projects. Yeah, all of it, huh? All of it. All, That's kind of how I feel today. Goals I've got need all to be of met. it today. And I'm just, yeah. Trying to figure out how to fit it all in, right, Megan? It's hard. It is very hard. So hard. Yeah. Now, have you tried the 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. thing? <laughs> I'm not familiar with what that is. So what time do you normally go into work in the morning, Megan? 8.30. Okay, so you go in at 8.30. What time do you usually leave? Um, you, hopefully like 5.15, but it's right. usually more like 5.30. Yeah. Right. So what if you left at, say, 4 or 4.30? Or even 3.30. Sure. And 
you know, you went home, did some errands or whatever. Do you have children? Yes. So you got stuff with them. Maybe you got to run them here, there, and everywhere. And then dinner, you know, catch some news. And then later tonight, you hop back online and you answer some of those emails or finish whatever projects you didn't finish when you left at 3.30 today. And so everything is wrapped up by 10 p.m. right before you go to bed. If only I could go to bed at 10 p.m. <laughs> right. What a dream that would be. Yeah. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's when we get our best cleaning done, us moms, is when everybody else is asleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I run, so I run as soon as I get everybody down. You're an you evening oh. runner. Run. Wow, wow look at you. you. And you're able to fall asleep after running? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. How it's much hard. time do you spend running at night? Um, about an hour and a half. Oh my God, you run a long ways. Wow, How many miles is that? Um, it's usually between four and five, depending on how frustrated I am with the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would always wow. be five for me. That's a lot of running. <laughs> and do you do you do any resistance, or is it mostly just the uh, the cardio? Um, I started to do some resistance because the doctor said that that's I need to do that. She it's said important. It, it helps. Yeah, yeah so. no, very important. Are you like yeah. a marathon or competitive runner, or is that oh, just no. something you do for yourself? Yeah, it's just, I feel it. It just makes me feel better. That's fantastic, Megan. Now, do you watch? Do you listen to podcasts or do you watch television, or how do you pass that time other than just the running? Um, I I watch. Um, Favorite shows on yeah. my iPad. Something. Yeah. Okay. If I'm not completely distracted, then I won't do it. So right. my yeah. iPad right there. I hear yeah. that. Too. You got a pretty nice treadmill. You do this at home, or you go to a gym or someplace. Um, at home in the basement. I have um, I have an elliptical, and then there's also a treadmill down there. So I nice. kind of alternate back and forth. I would think you'd Good sleep setup. like a baby after that. You would no? think, right? Like you got that so runner's you know. high going on. You would sleep uninterrupted. I would think. No. Well. I sometimes do, but then, like, 5.30 on the dot every morning, I have a little one. I hear pitter-patter, pitter-patter, mm, and he runs yeah. and jumps on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then you're up. Yep. That's then the truth. Right. It always happens, too. Like, I'll be, I'll roll over and, like, touch Scott, like, hey. You know, like, it's alone time, and then I hear. Yep. And I'm like, yep, done. We're not doing any of that now. Nope. Never mind. See you later. Hmm. <laughs> ah, right. Well, let's try to win you $1,000 so maybe next time you're running, you can do some online shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a thing or two. That would be fun. We'll All right. Yeah. So it's going to be 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Don't repeat any of your answers, and the key to winning is to pass quickly, okay? Okay. All right. All right, let's see what you got as far as the letters. Oh, you got the perfect letter. You got the letter S. S. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That is, that is one of the greatest. Sleep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so All we right. got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start that timer until Jen is finished asking the first question so that you get your full 30 seconds. All right, here we go. With the letter S, name something you do when it's really hot outside. Sleep. Something blue. Saturn. A job. School teacher. A cereal. Sugar snacks. A kitchen item. Spoon. Something you throw. Soccer ball. Something you pick. Sweet peas. An art supply. Pass. Something wet. Pass. A zoo animal. Sloth. An art supply. Sharpie. Something wet. Did you have that? That was nine. Oh, my God. 
water, but oh. then I was like, that's not something. Oh. Sprite. Something wet. Sprite. Sugar water would have been. Sugar water would have worked. Snoop Dogg, something wet. I don't know why I thought uh, of Snoopy. It's more sticky. Anyway, yeah. that was sticky. so close. Oh. You were, I'm like, she's got it. She's got it. She's got oh, it. The way God. you fired off the first you, seven. Yes, man. You were on a roll. Yep. Yep. Oh. You were nailing it. I thought you were going to do it with time left over. Oh, oh man. I know. Darn it anyway. That was pretty impressive. That was pretty I good. I tell you. And I haven't even had all of my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> all that much more impressive. Oh, darn it. Oh, well, all you'll right. get back through again and nail it. Yeah, you will. It'll happen. Okay. It'll happen. It's good talking to you. Yeah, you have yeah, a great yeah. day. Yeah. Thanks, you too. I'm going to have a sip of my coffee. So oh, you do that. While we're at it. Have you a sip together. That. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back at it. Have a good one, Megan. Okay, thanks. You too. See you, bye. Bye bye. There you go. What did I see yesterday about Disney World and all this behind the scenes, inside secrets that a former employee revealed that I found really Ooh, interesting? Yeah, like what? They do just Is like- it not the happiest place on earth to work? <laughs> no, it's not. But they do a lot of TikToks around this, too. Like, if you're, I watched a lot of them when we were going to Disney back in February. Like, there's, like, hacks on how to, like, order food or get the most for your Starbucks order there or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. They have tons of different things. I, I mean, I have a special place in my heart for Disney World because the first time I went, I want to say, I think I was probably six years old, maybe mm-hmm. five on the outside. And I loved it. It was the most magical place I'd ever seen in my life. So you were there, really like, right cool. when it first opened. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> they just celebrated their 50th anniversary. But I remember ago. thinking that Fritch had taken Penelope at the perfect time because I was her the same age. age. Yeah. yeah, five turning six. And it felt magical. It I will really say did. that I, don't, I think she found it to be magical. I did not. Um, just because I felt like the first time when I went as a kid, I was eight and I remember being like, but why can't I go in the castle? Like you couldn't go oh, you in felt the ripped castle. Off. The I castle did. was a little bit of a disappointment well, still because is. They, you expect you, a castle. Yeah. When you watch any of the movies, you were like, oh, that is where Cinderella lives and Tinkerbell I want to see the bedrooms. I want to see the kitchen. To, to it's somebody's inside. house. You can't just walk into somebody's house. But it's not. It's not even a house. You can't even and then walk there's, through it anymore. That's how I would explain Eight-year-old Tim, like, who was just yeah. super excited <laughs> about the there. bus system and the monorails. Oh, yeah. Like, that's still a thing. I didn't really care about Peter Pan's ride. I'm like, okay, I get to drive a bus. Yeah. See, that's why you would have been such a great dad to little kids, because you would have been able to lie to them on so many different levels <laughs> about so many Absolutely. different things that when they grew up they'd be like dad right yeah you told me well i need to get through the day (laughs) i went back oh i don't know how many years later i'm not really sure how old i was but that's when i experienced space mountain for the first time and i thought that was the greatest yeah right ever because you were in the dark yeah and i always even like as an older kid i just thought the haunted house was cool i loved the special effects yeah so there's a part of me that's Kind of anticipating, like a little excited about the movie and also not wanting to see the movie because I don't think it's going to meet my expectations. Sure. So when we lived in Florida as adults years ago, we used to get these promotional deals with Disney as Florida residents, you would get a discount. And so we would take our niece and nephew and... I know that you and I had done some appearances some work, together, yeah, through, they some would, work appearances. Yeah, yeah, they would have us go over there and broadcast. 
Did you yeah. guys like that? Yes, did I you? did. I mean, honestly, did I'll you? I'll tell you, I did a couple of really cool. I did a New Year's Eve broadcast from Epcot that was spectacular. Epic. Oh, wow. I used to go to Universal Studios four times a year. They would send me over there for like an entire weekend. And they had a whole broadcast center, a really cool studio. State of the set art. Up, state, yeah, set up. And I would just walk in there and I would do my midday shift and then they would give me money to spend, and they would let me bring as many friends as I wanted to bring. Oh, that is Same. so! Cool. I would bring my girlfriends, and we'd go for the whole weekend and just would you hit go ride the rides walks. and stuff too? We'd ride yeah, rides, and we yeah, and they would escort us around, get us to the front of the line. Oh, it was sweet. I think Jen sweet. and I kind of took turns on that because we both got to do it for different occasions. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember it was either you or me that would end up getting it, depending on whatever the promotion was. But I was always impressed by how well these operations were run. Oh, yeah. They would roll out the red carpet, and they had, they just had a certain vocabulary that mm-hmm. they used for certain things. And so all of that came flooding back when, when this guy went viral talking about these things on TikTok. He's a former Magic Kingdom cast member, not an employee, cast member, <laughs> who went viral revealing inside stuff that happened when he worked at Disney World in Orlando. One, at Magic Kingdom, all cast members are empowered to create magical moments. These are designed for if you see a kid lose their turkey leg to a seagull, you can go get them a brand new one for free. And that makes you a hero. There you go. I mean, that's easy. That's cool. I have the discretion (laughs) to be able to do that on my own. I saw it happen. I took the initiative. Does that happen a lot? I don't know. I was hoping that seagulls attack children (laughs) and take their turkey. Seagulls eating other birds. I mean, I would think that would be a story. Did you see? Yeah. (laughs) A bird just took my turkey leg. (laughs) I didn't see it, but I'll get you another turkey leg anyway. That's a perfect scam. Yeah. Have you ever seen a janitor move trash through the park? The answer is no, that would destroy the magic. Every trash can that you see is not actually a trash can, but a chute that goes directly into Disney's trash compactor system called the Utilidor. I did not know I that. I didn't either. That's amazing. Wow. But that would make sense because those trash cans would fill up fast. Oh, yeah. You're right about that. That's pretty cool. And uh, they can't have trash at Disney. No. That's no, not very can't. happy. No, no. Nobody throws up at Disney World. That's gross. They have protein spills. <laughs> I saw a protein spill at Walt uh, Disney World when I was there. Yeah. I popped by the uh, child care center to get some baby wipes because, you know, I was excessively wiping everything down that day. Sure. For germs. And there was this little girl just it, proteining all over the place. Oh. I felt horrible It's, it's so her. easy to happen on those yeah. rides. and it's hot. And you're eating all that stuff. Uh, we got we got a protein spill by the... <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. Yeah. Ugh. And every cast member has protein spill powder. You throw it on top of the throw up, it dries it up, and the janitor will come and clean it up a few minutes later. I would have to call Child Protective Services, the police, and Disney management at least once a month while working at Space Mountain. Why? Their parents thought it would be a great idea to wait in a two and a half hour line to get onto Space Mountain and leave their kid out front. Well, by the time they get off that ride, the police greet them and no one leaves happy and it's not very magical. Oh, I hadn't even mm. thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Does it really happen that often? He said I at bet. least once a month. But the little girl that was throwing up in the child care center, her mother was out in front of it. Like there was like a little room they could go in to kind of like if they weren't feeling well and the little girl came out getting sick and her mother was standing in front of it and they came out and they were like, ma'am, you can't leave her in here if she's not feeling well. You have to stay with her. Like they had to track down the mom on the outside of the 
Well, think how many times you'll see videos going viral of families just getting in like fist fights with other families over cutting in line or something stupid. And then he started revealing different ways you can get fired as a Disney cast member. What Mm. would get you fired? As a Breaking the rules. For example, if you wake up one morning and you call in sick, and then you take your employee ID card and you go to Magic Kingdom and you use it to get free entry into Magic Kingdom, well, the mouse knows that you called in sick, cross-references your sick day with the free entrance at the gate of Magic Kingdom, and guess what? You're fired and escorted off the premises before you even ever make it to Space Mountain. Well, that's how it should be. Yeah, Yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, that is dumb. Yeah. With them on that. Continuity is something that Disney World takes very seriously. For example, my uniform was all gray. I worked in Tomorrowland at Space Mountain. If I decided to get hungry and go to Frontierland and walk to another land dressed in uniform, they would fire me on the spot. Oh, so you got to take the uniform off. You cannot cross into a part of the park that your character is not indigenous Well, you got to eat in your own section. There's no space rangers allowed. I don't want dipping dots, though. I want to... Uh, well, then you got to take your uniform off and put yeah. your street clothes on. And wow, interesting. Yeah, I, I bet there. I bet the rule book is so long of everything that you can and cannot do. My when friend you Heather work there. worked there for uh, you, you know, like when they wear the name badge and it says, you know, Heather Turlaski, University of Arkansas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did that for an entire two semesters, and uh, she still loves Disney, and I think she re- she learned and respected her time, but I, it definitely changed her view. Yeah. Her, it's a yeah. lot of long hours. It's yeah. a lot of uh, doing you, do crap you, you don't want to do. Did she feel like most people were excited about that? Like, when they start, they're like, yes! And then by the time they leave, they're like, tick, tick, never tick. mind. When can I get out of here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it says here... Uh, there are 77,000 cast members throughout wow. the Disney World Resort. Oh, when you consider all the resorts, too. Which yeah. makes Walt Disney World the biggest single-site employer in the United States. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. In one spot, yeah. Among, among the cast members at Walt Disney World, 2,500 of them work in costume design alone. Yeah. It's unreal. Wow. That is. Wow. A lot of jobs. Yep. All right, we got to take a quick break. Final look at traffic in the morning, unless something breaks between now and this afternoon. Denise Johnson has it. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.